0: Day. on these airwaves you can believe it it's labor day labor day here we are my name is Casey Steve the voice of your valley that's for you Marilyn on Merced's News Talk 107.3 FM 1480 AM KYOS oh today is uh Saturday September 5th 2020, I think I'm talking to the ether, because everybody I know is uh split town. You know, this is traditionally, get everything set up here. Where are we at? Oh, yeah, right there. Uh, traditionally, this is the last weekend of summer. You know, when I was a kid, <laughs> way back at the uh, in the last century, this was, uh, you know, you used to go to school after Labor Day. That was the unofficial end of summer, you know you were you were doing the back to school shopping over there at Mervin's Sears Greenbelt, getting those uh, <laughs> those 100 percent polyester jeans so they didn't fade I, it was just it was a wonderful time of year, you know getting the note well actually you didn't the school supplies when I was going to school w- believe it or not, were supplied by the school. you know they gave you the pencils they gave even a sharpener sharpen the pencil they gave you uh, paper many different kinds of paper of course they had paste a lot of kids ate that then they had uh, clay and clay we didn't you know they really didn't have the glue stick let me go back to the paste the big paste bucket big white Ugh, stuff that, stuff it hard up. you get the get the crusties out of there you know you try to make something big bump underneath your your paper <laughs> anyway school supplies were supplied by the school now of course you have to go out and uh, you know go to Staples, spend a couple of hundred bucks. They even have checklists. I remember uh, I had a casa, one of my casa children, a couple of kids ago. They uh, were moving and uh, to Texas, Tejas. So I uh, got the information from the Tejas school district, and it was three pages. Cost uh, I think about two fifty to fill that one out. Anyway, sent that off with the. With the cause of child uh, giving them, you know, a little little going away there, start out the new, the new school year. As you know, school is back in session. Some in person, some not. The in uh, person is going well, as it normally would, because that's what school is supposed to be all about. That interaction, not only with the teachers, but the other children. Very, very important to a child's development. And a couple of schools, as you know, here in Merced County are doing the in-person classes. I have heard on very good information, adjusting the microphone, I apologize. I have heard on very good information that the uh, church school over there on McKee, up there by Bear Creek. What's that? St. Paul's, right? St. Paul's Lutheran Church. They are going to be opening for, it's kind of a hybrid model, uh, in-person remote viewing but with cohorts now the cohorts again uh you know usually you hear this in politics but uh, it's 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 a it's a small group that kind of stays together even the teacher stays together with the cohort again this is to you know prevent the spread of uh, what are we trying to prevent again let's ask nancy pelosi we'll get into that in a minute anyway uh st st paul's they're going to uh, they're going to open up bring the kids back and again They'll be able to see each other, be able to interact. Now, there is a school that has been open for several weeks. No, I'm not talking about a manual down in Tulare County, south of us. No, uh, Stone Ridge Christian has opened not only the elementary school but the high school too. Of course, you know they have a new facility, a beautiful new facility over there on the in the Beechwood area, right along the tracks. Uh, kind of surprised they located in that area, but hey, when you need that much land, you go for the cheap land. So they uh, built a beautiful campus over there. They're in, you know, phase uh, two point something of a a lot of phases, all privately funded. Of course, I don't have to tell you about the baseball, uh, football. I think it's a combination field over there at the old Castle Air Force Base. You can see it right off of Highway 59, which kind of works out well for their school real close by. But they have an elementary school. uh, I don't know, it's pre-K, you know. (laughs) I mean it's it's early folks. They they get them early now. I think they're doing ultrasound education but over there on Yosemite Avenue uh they put up the green tarp so it's not as obvious but there's the kids playing. Oh yeah, they've got a they've got a play structure over there. It looks like a water slide. You know, it has the tubes and the you know, it looks like a big pretzel there except it's blue and yellow and red. Just a beautiful. You can only imagine what that thing cost. Again, privately privately funded school. Anyway, they they uh, the children, the youngsters, they're all up there. You know, they're waiting on the ladder, going down, yelling, screaming, having fun. Beautiful day. The weather last week. It's going to be hot this weekend. But uh, just really interesting to see that. Now, you don't see, uh, you know, I didn't see the ambulances lined up. The coroner van. Haven't heard about any. Uh, have you heard about the outbreaks over there at Emmanuel? Have you heard about the outbreaks at Stone Ridge? It's been... It's been 14 days, hasn't it? No, you haven't. And you probably won't. When are the other schools going to open up? Or is it safer to be at home per the CTA? Anyway, very, very disappointing. Very, very, very unfortunate for our children. And here we see the Speaker of the House of Representatives. There's two Houses of Congress. There the Senate and the House of Representatives. Of course, the House of Representatives has been headed up for many, many, many years. There was a brief break after President Trump was elected in 2016, three short years ago, coming up on four, that she was not the Speaker of the House. Paul Ryan, who uh, didn't do any favors to anybody, was the Speaker of the House. It was a majority House, majority Senate. Unfortunately, those... Years were squandered. And uh, Nancy Pelosi in the midterms came back to power, has been there for a couple of years. Of course, absolutely nothing has gotten done. As we've seen recently with the uh, stimulus bill, the HEROES Act, whatever they proposed, this $3, uh, $3 trillion pork barrel spending that was forwarded to the Senate, I believe, uh, May, May june has just sat there can't come to an agreement they've had some provisions for extending the additional monies uh, going to unemployment the six hundred dollars on top of what your normal disbursement was and when you get those checks every two weeks an additional twelve hundred uh comes in uh, handy for a lot of people and they got used to that kind of that pavlovian response and you know you can understand because they lost their jobs due to the pandemic. So that was very welcome. Well, that ended at the end of July, which is going on July, August, August, going on two months. This is coming into the second month, week into it. Anyway, the point being is, uh, does it doesn't seem to be a lot of concern on Congresswoman Pelosi's part, Speaker of the House Pelosi, Senator, uh, uh, Congresswoman, excuse me, from the great state once great state of california i still think it can be and in a lot of ways is a great state anyway you you have to be a uh, a hermit not to have known what she did this week needed she was going to do a hit what they call a hit on msnbc this is where they you know appear in front of the the blue screen you know they put the scene of uh, dc the washington monument you know, burning buildings in Kenosha, something in the background to identify her as the Speaker of the Democrats. And she needed to look good. So she needed a, a wash and blow, as they call it, in the industry. So her assistant, which you and I pay for, called uh, Salon in San Francisco, which all, as you know, all salon, if you've tried to get a haircut lately, folks, this is a clandestine operation at best. I remember I was in the back of the station here one day. A old guy pulled up. He goes, I'm trying to look for, uh... he was trying to find a local barber shop, And, uh, you know, you go in the back, you knock twice. It's like a speakeasy. You know, it's like prohibition. But anyway. So Nan, Nancy, Senator Pelosi, or uh, Congresswoman Pelosi, she could not wait. Speaker of the House. What do you call her? Speaker Pelosi? The Speaker. So the Speaker spoke to the uh, assistant who spoke to the hairdresser who Spoke to the owner of the beauty salon, uh, just let her know, hey, you know, I'm going to be using my booth for Pelosi. Which, you know, all you got to do is say Pelosi and doors open in San Francisco. So uh, anyway, we all know the rest. The security camera footage was shared with the media. Of course, uh, there's only one media outlet that decided to show that. And what was, Pol- what was the speaker's response? It was a setup. I was set up. I didn't know any better. I tried, but I was set up. You know, I thought that the uh, stylist knew what she was talking about. I certainly, you know, this bags of the uh, no one above the law. Remember that? Nobody's above the law. Not even the president of the United States. I mean, it, it's just, it, the, I don't know how you spell it, hypocrisy, but I think it starts N A N C Y Pelosi. This this is just incredible. And again, you know, this isn't the end of the earth. But when we have destroyed the economy, not only here in Merced County, but the other 57 counties that permeate California and the California economy, the national economy is not doing well. Even though, did you see those jobs numbers? (laughs) Over a million. Anything over a million is good. Anyway. So there's no uh, excitement on Pelosi's part to help the masses out there that have been suffering for three months. But a wash and blow, hey, I got to get that done right now. Can't even come to the house, Air Force Two, whatever she flies. No, we've got to go into the salon. And it begs the question: if she can do it, why can't anybody else do it? Forget the mask. You know, hey, her hair was wet. I don't. You know, what do you want to have her scuba diver gear on there? But the point, the point being is, everybody's in the salon. They're using the blow dryer now. I, I don't. Does the virus get blown around? I don't know. I understand its uh, you can't even use a blow dryer, even if you are uh, allowed to bring one person inside. I, I don't know what the rules are. They're too restrictive, no matter what they are. Here we're coming up into the winter. The uh, the, the cooler months are, are going to be upon us. We have people with, what, the flu, influenza out there, you know, trying to eat a, a an Eggs Benedict over there at Granny's. I mean, this is crazy. And here the person that's telling us, uh, trying to, say that the president is wrong for the, uh, you know, not uh, enforcing the mass mandate, you know, shut down, whatever we have to do, follow the science, and then doesn't follow our own advice. So this is the do as I say, not as I do model that the Democrats, the liberal progressive party is showing us so much. And people have just had it. I really think, I really think people are seeing through it, especially when you get the reaction of Speaker Pelosi that the Salon owner owes her an apology for setting her up. Absolutely no, no contrition on, senator, on on Nancy Pelosi's part at all. I keep wanting to call her a senator, and thank goodness she's not one. We already have enough trouble in that department with the vice presidential candidate Kamala Harris and, uh, and uh, Dianne Feinstein, who is, I don't know, pushing 80-some years old. It's amazing how the progressive wing of the Democratic Party looks at some of the, uh, the <laughs> you talk about gentrification of a party and the difference between who's really directing the party, the AOCs, the, the Tlaibs, the, the, the Presleys, those folks in Congress, in the Senate. And, and then we look at some of the, uh, the leaders. It's just amazing. But anyway, it seems to be the wash and blow was more of a priority to Speaker Pelosi, then getting any sort of relief for small businesses, let alone the relief either in uh, CalFresh, food stamp aid, uh, USDA aid, or uh, the unemployment benefits being extended. As you know, the $300 benefit is only good, I believe, for three or four weeks here in California because of the amount of money that was uh, allotted. So they're supposed to go back to. August 1st but if they only have three weeks it looks like it's out before it starts but again the wash and blow that's more important to the Democratic Party a lot of things are more important to them than you I I hope people are waking up out there in the electorate I think they are I think they're seeing the lies that are being spread the disinformation and when they see a response where there's absolutely no responsibility taken Well, people will not put up with that. They're not stupid, and you shouldn't treat them as such. We're out of time for this segment, the first segment, Citizen Watch on Labor Day. We'll be back. Stick with us. A human zoo like a i'm telling you what sometimes you do feel like a prisoner here in uh, merced when you see the zoo-like conditions especially out there along the freeway the railroad tracks the creeks here in town it's just it's uh, horrible it's third world third world and it's funny when we talk about health public health of course, we've heard this before. The uh, what was it? Cholera, typhus. Typhus is a big one. Some of these diseases we haven't seen. Uh, thought we had eradicated. I'm waiting for polio to make a comeback. It's really sad. And the uh, trash, the feces, the human excrement, which brings the rats, the mice, the vermin. I don't know if folks have seen that on ramp. There at Yosemite Parkway, where it runs into Business 99, 16th Street. It's, it's, it's comical. I mean, if it wasn't, it, it's hard to believe. It's like a, a movie scene out of some sort of apocalyptic world-ending uh, sci-fi thriller that we live daily. We live daily along the railroad tracks, along the creeks. Pick a creek, pick an irrigation ditch underneath the bridges over there at the child's Avenue overpass where it goes over the railroad tracks they have the uh, the beautiful facility up there they call the condos so not to be outdone the county of Merced uh, front page Merced County Times this has been in the news well for a long time we've talked about it this is <laughs> you know a pirates life for me I don't know I guess they're building it costs probably about I can only imagine what do you think the Pirates of the Caribbean Car- Caribbean ride cost Walt Disney to build over there in Disneyland down in Anaheim the first time. I don't know, but we're going to spend, for our Navigation Center, our Pirate Ride, the new Homeless Navigation Center uh, going up over there uh, by the old MCMC by County uh, Health, by the County Health Department, which is only, only appropriate, isn't it? 648 million dollars now that's almost six and a half million by my mcoe math oh here it is 1411 b street you know b street you hear about the child's and b b b b b b you know the uh, health departments over there beautiful building my shorts that's a beautiful building three two-story building fairly new and then of course uh marie green cmh as we affectionately call it county mental health no no not 2222 m street no no No, no, no. Uh, Marie Green. No, it's over there by the graveyard, by the graveyard. So uh, the article, I love how the article starts out. Merced County leaders. This is from the Merced County Times. This week's edition. Beautiful paper. September 3rd, 2020. The spelling's mostly correct. Merced County leaders did not want to waste any time getting the new navigation center up and running in South Merced. No, they didn't want to waste any time. They started in January. When? Yeah, January of this year. This is the ninth month, so again, they didn't waste any time. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It, this is higher math here, and it, it took me. I had to get. I hate to tell you folks, but I had to go to the equipment. I had to go to the equipment here. Matter of fact, let me get the uh, let me get the equipment started up here so I can so I can. Uh, Follow along with us here. Okay, so six point four eight million dollars. So we're gonna have. I can't do the fingers. Division is not my strong suit. So we go six four eight zero zero, 0 divided by. Okay, and fifteen thousand square feet. So that's fifteen one zero 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 zero. 0. Oops, one too many zeros. How do you go backwards? Like that, and then you go equals four hundred and thirty-two dollars a square foot. Now I don't know if you've ever built a custom home. But for shipping containers, these are the containers you see on the big Costco, the uh, Orient Express lines, you know, coming over from China. China. As our president would say, uh, yeah, they they, they took these. 48 of them. Now, here's another... Again, I've got to use my... My MCOE math uh, tool here. I, I wish they had these. If they had these, it, when I was in school, my friends, it would be a game changer. I might know something. So let's go six four eight zero zero million divided by. Now there's forty eight of these shipping containers. They cost about. Oh, I don't know. You can get them online. Twelve hundred, three thousand dollars delivered. So forty eight. Here we go. The equal. I wish I could do this in my head like some people. One hundred and thirty. <laughs> One hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. Per shipping container. Now, obviously, you know they got to bolt them together, weld them, probably put some, you know, silicone in the joint so it doesn't leak on the, the heads of these folks. Uh, now, these are just your standard eight foot wide by eight foot tall, roughly shipping container. So uh, not a not a you know not a high head height in there. Forty eight of them. They're going to glue together over there at fourteen eleven B Street to create a. 15,000-square-foot facility, and I'm reading from the article, this is expected to serve as a pet-friendly emergency shelter and life-changing resource center for individuals currently living on the streets, under bridges, and behind bushes all around town and beyond. The whole thing is expected to open in mid-November or early December or, you know, sometime. We have, and that's coming up, isn't it? Aren't we in September? See, September, October, November. We're about three months away. According to Lloyd Pereira, Supervisor Lloyd Pereira, who I believe is the chairman of the uh, Continuum of Despair, excuse me, Continuum of Care, this is our 10-year, 10-year plan to end, end homelessness in Merced County. We're in year, I believe, 16 right now, or approaching year 16. Way past 10, my friends, way past 10. So Lloyd, he's got to carry the flag. He says, we have a passion to help the homeless. And we have for, uh, he doesn't say this, but obviously they've had a passion for over a decade. Pereira said, uh, let's see, we believe, you got to have faith, folks. We believe that this site will allow that to happen instead of them. It's talking about the homeless, the vagrants, the drug addicts, the criminals. Being, on the, being in camps all over the area, they can come here and be centrally located. Now, when he says they can come here, the, the, these terms concern me, folks. They can come here. No, they ought to be directed there. They ought to be brought there. They ought to be bused there. They ought to be shipped there. And they ought to be kept there. Lloyd goes on, that way case managers will know, will know where to find them. And be able to help them and work with them. Yeah, you don't want a case manager, you know, having to take a raft up Black Rascal Creek to get to the island uh, to find the survivors over there, do you? No, of course not. So it's going to be nice, 1411 B Street. Our goal first, I go on. Our goal is to first get them into a low barrier shelter, and second, second, would be to help them get their lives back together. So the whole point is just having a place where they can, you know, kind of hang out, do dope, drink, have the pets, you know, get a get a bite to eat when they come down. Maybe, you know, go through. I, I don't know. Workforce work. get this workforce investment will be engaged in here as well as behavioral health and HSA and then the nonprofits See how we just lump all those together and then the nonprofit's. Well, you know, Behavioral Health HSA, they're not nonprofit. No, they're your profits. Those are your tax dollars at work. And then the nonprofits come in. The facility will include 75 beds. Oh, let's break out the equipment. Let's break out the equipment. Let me clear this out here. Boy, I tell you, there's so many buttons on this thing. Okay, so let's do a couple of numbers. Six. $1,480,000 divided by 75 beds. This ought to be an interesting number. Folks, that's only $86,000 a bed. Well, it's 86400 I, I don't know. There's a lot of zeros here. But $86,400 a bed for shipping containers. Now, that doesn't include the cost of operation. Let me read. The facility will include 75 beds, plus a full service kitchen and dining facilities, laundry, classrooms, a health clinic and office space for support service providers. Well, heck, that's why it costs four hundred and fifty dollars a square foot for a shipping container. I mean, you got a wolf range. You got to fit in there. Probably a couple of sub zeros, a pantry. And where do you keep the dog food? Where do you keep the kibble? The Merced County Rescue Mission was awarded the contract to manage the facility, which is expected to have an annual operating operational cost of 1.78 million. Well, why didn't uh, uh, why didn't the Merced Soccer Academy run this place? I mean, they're get they got 250 thousand dollars of Viper money, and and what did they produce? Now, I think Bruce and the Merced County Rescue Mission has great intentions. Great intentions. Bruce has been trying to solve homelessness damn near on his own. For over a couple of decades, ever since he took over from uh, who's that cat that passed away, got started with a B. Can't remember anyway. Bruce has been, uh, you know, Bruce has been punching the bag for a lot of years. Had the ghost ship over here, that old rundown rescue mission that no elevators, no handicap, no nothing. Thank God we closed that before we had a, a issue. So now he's getting seventy five beds under his tutelage. I don't know how long the contract is, but the operational cost, $1.78 million. Here we go. One, seven, eight, zero, 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 one, one, zero. Divided by, what do you want to do? You want to go buy people, 75 beds? So every year, that's $23,733 per person to help them out, to navigate them in. Get their lives back together. Man, I can get my life back together, $27,000 a year. Especially when I had all these, uh, what workforce investment, behavioral health, and then the nonprofits. The mission will the mission uh, rescue mission has announced that Jennifer Carr will be the new director of the navigation center. Aaron Thomas was named Housing Navigator. Again, the Pirates. It's a pirate life for me. Navi- are they going to have a big wheel? Gilligan. Where are we? Skipper? I don't know. I think there's a storm coming. Well, little buddy. Let's navigate into, into calmer waters. So they're putting together this thing over there at 1411 B Street. It's going to be done soon for 75 homeless. I remember when Stephanie Dietz, who was then the assistant city manager, now acting city manager for the city of Merced, gave the presentation at one of the council meetings about this, saying that, uh, you know, it's 75 beds now, but we can make it 150 <laughs> by putting in bunk beds. Really? Really? You ever, uh, you ever sleep in a shipping container against the ceiling? I don't know. And then what about, uh, I hate to bring this up, you know, Nancy Pelosi, it doesn't apply to her, but what about the rest of us that have to uh, comply with the county health orders, the COVID? You remember that, the pandemic? How do you think being in an eight-foot-wide, eight-foot-high, I don't even know if these things are eight-foot-wide, shipping container, a C-train, a, a uh, you know... <laughs> How do you think the COVID gets in there? I'm sure there's ventilation. Again, you know, these things don't cost, what, 630, how many thousands of dollars? I forget, I don't write these numbers down. A lot of money, 6.48 million. I'm sure it's the state-of-the-art. Air conditioning probably never never drops below uh, 68 in there. What about the COVID? What about the COVID? You know, we hear about the skilled nursing facility, the skiff. This is where you have a captured audience. You know, grandma's laying in there. They bring the pudding three times a day. They get one case, and they're shutting that place down. Everybody's in uh, spacesuits. You know, they got them wheeled in the hall trying to get the distance. How do you get social distancing in a storage container? I don't care if you blow the walls out with a cutting torch. It's still a storage container. Maybe they got the HEPA filter option over there. Again... Uh, let me close because we're getting out of time for this segment. For September through November, the Rescue Mission will be posting job positions on its website, mercedcountyrescuemission.org. If you would like to submit a job application for one of these positions, please mail it to Jennifer Carr, P.O. Box 3319, Merced, California, 95344. Or email her at jcar at missionmerced, mission-merced.org. So again, kind of interesting how we're hiring folks to Work with people that can't get jobs to help them get jobs because they can't find work. But again, hey, I've given up long ago on this continuum of despair. I don't understand it. And of course, uh, some of the dignitaries were there. You know, they again socially distanced. Probably not unlike the uh, residents when it gets there. But uh, you know, they're there, they're like, hey, you can't arrest your way out of this thing. Enforcement—that's not the way, really. I'm going to read an article after the break that blows that out of the water. We'll be right back. Saturday morning, back in the saddle, third and final segment of the 8 o'clock hour, and that's all there's going to be as far as original programming today, folks. The 9 o'clock hour, we're going to replay last week's, let me turn this down, 9 o'clock hour, because it was, I just found it humorous. I read an email from a parent out there at McSwain School District and her frustration with the distance learning, and I read the netiquette guidelines. I'll tell you some of the Orwellian stuff out of that that I've, uh, had confirmed, uh, during this past week is, you know, you can't even take pictures. The parents aren't even supposed to be in the room when the teacher's giving the lessons. What, what now I could see maybe from a distraction standpoint, but it's more content, folks. I don't think they want to know what, uh, they don't want the parents to know what they're teaching the children. I find this very, very disturbing, very disturbing. So, again, uh, this whole distance learning thing is really a wacky deal, but I'm going to replay the nine o'clock hour. It's Labor Day. I don't think, I don't think, I don't know how many people I'm talking to. This may be heard uh, on our podcast banner, which again, you can go to 1480kyos.com, our website. It's over there on the right hand side. I messed around with it the other day. It says podcast. You click on Citizen Watch. There's two now. Got Roger up there, Community Conversations. You can click on his podcast, it brings up the uh, show as it as it airs. For Citizen Watch, we added a little, uh, put a little description in there. They come uh, up the current day show after 10 o'clock this morning. Today's show will be there. Of course, all the previous shows, 123 prior to today. So a lot of content there. Hours and hours. You can put yourself to sleep for months listening to that. But all of our old shows are up there. All the original content, we don't put the repeats up there. So if you only find one. Per Saturday, like today, that's because we only did one original show. This morning we had a repeat, best of the uh, eight o'clock hour from last week in the six a.m. hour. Again, it's Labor Day; a lot of people are out of town. Last week we gave away, tried to give away a Starbucks gift card. Nobody. I had. I had one person call. And I don't know if there was a problem with the phone or uh, nobody listens to this show. I kind of tease that nobody does. Maybe it's true. And then I got to thinking, maybe it's the Starbucks. I guess, politically, they're not really uh, too uh, favored in the conservative world. I know they've had some very different policies. Realize, folks, I bought these a long time ago out of my own uh, resources, as we love to say. And, uh, you know, it's just what I had. I'll, I'll, I'll get something different. <laughs> Give it up. So maybe uh, Dutch Brothers, would that make people happy? Uh so, we're not going to give away anything at the end of this segment at the top of the nine o'clock hour, as we normally would. We'll try that again next week on the 12th. Again, next week, as you know, September 11th, 911, never forget. And boy, have we. Boy, have we. We were never uh, there. There's a group, I think they call themselves the 912 group. And uh, it's, it's uh, to symbolize how together. America was how united we were the day after 9/11 we really put away our differences after we were attacked the worst attack on our country since Pearl Harbor December 1942 anyway just amazing how far we've come since then in uh, what 19 19 years so a uh, very very uh very very emotional ceremony you don't see the images as you used to the planes going in the Phone calls of those saying goodbye to their loved ones. Of course, Shanksville, Pennsylvania, the airliner that was taken over by the terrorists and then retaken over by patriots that literally fought to the death. It's just, it, it brings uh, chills thinking about it. That's coming up next Friday. I really hope people don't forget. So, so many things going on. Uh, but again, this is Labor Day. Not a lot happening. So we'll try to do something. I was talking about homelessness in the last... In the last segment in this new uh, Pirates of the Caribbean navigation center, the uh, nautical center. I don't know where we're going to navigate these folks to. Hopefully off the streets, the bridges, underneath the bridges, the bushes, the creeks, the freeway on ramps, the railroad tracks. Away from Merced, the abandoned buildings. Hopefully we're going to get these folks over there to get help and they need it and we cannot permit this. This affects our tourism. We have a national park that over 7 million visitors a year go to. We're supposed to be called the gateway to Yosemite. I don't know who would want to walk through this gate. I'd take the side gate. I'd go through uh, Modesto before I came through Merced. This is terrible. And why would you stop here once the businesses do open, once the election's over? Because that's what's going to happen, folks. I'm going to tell you right now, if Nancy Pelosi is getting uh, getting a wash and blow for a hit on MSNBC... Uh, it's going to end soon. They know there's nothing there. If you know, if she isn't vulnerable, I don't know what is. I'm not talking about to election. She's impervious to that. But as far as the disease, again, the hypocrisy, it's it's clear to see you've, you've been played. We've all been played at first in March when it was, you know, sit down and uh, shut up. And, you know, we're all going to die hemorrhage from the eyes. Uh, if you get this thing, there's no recovering. Everybody was uh, fear is a natural reaction. That's why we're still here, you know. If we were fearless, hey, that's just a dinosaur. Hey, buddy, how are you? Know we, we have a natural fear for a natural thing. Then we we look around. Hey, wait, wait a minute! Not everybody's dying. That that surge tent over there at Mercy, they never used it. You know the, the 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 Staples Center there in Sacramento, all that. You know the governor, the the scissor lifts in the background, putting up the flexible air duct. They never used it. Three or four patients, never used a, used it to its capacity for sure. Anyway. It's a lie. It's been a lie. But they're not going to give up on this lie until uh, the cold, hard reality of November 4th hits them in the face. And they realize that uh, there's nothing more they can do. There's nothing more they can throw at this administration. Boy, they tried this week, that Atlantic article. Even John Bolton. This guy hates Trump. Even he said, man, that that ain't true. I didn't hear that. Not when I was there. Not at my meeting. He wasn't worried about getting his hair wet. It was a safety concern to fly the helicopters we wouldn't drive because uh, he's the president of the United States and they can't be stuck in traffic. If you've ever seen any kind of presidential operation, these things are thought out weeks in advance. You know, there is some flexibility, but a rain event? And this is just so specious. They've tried everything. What they didn't want to talk about was Nancy, the Speaker of the House, violating everything she said, all the lies she's been telling you and me for months. They didn't want to talk about that. They didn't want to talk about the jobs report. Over a million jobs added to the economy. No, they didn't want to talk about that. They didn't want to talk about the failure to come up with a second stimulus package. Or is it a third? I forget. some, An additional stimulus before the end of the year. That's all but dead, my friends. Because they don't care about you. The Democrats. The Democratic Party does not care about you. Their only interest at this moment in time is trying to get back in power in the White House. And they picked a geriatric 47-year career politician that has been a failure every time he's ran for president. One time he had to drop out because he plagiarized a speech. This guy has done nothing. Barack Obama used him just like the Democratic Party didn't want to use Bernie Sanders. If the Democratic Party had any sense, sense... it would be Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren up there. But they don't, and they won't, and it's too late. And they know it's too late, and that's why you see all of this rhetoric coming out from The Atlantic and these publications with unnamed sources that can't be verified, that won't be verified, but it just sets the tone. It's like that question, do you still beat your wife? How do you answer that? No, I don't still be. I mean, it's, it's just funny. It's like the questions they gave old Uncle Joe this week. Former Vice President Biden, softballs, complete softballs. And people are seeing it. People are seeing it. People are waking up. They're coming to the realization, this Blake, this, uh, this man, this, this uh, felon, wanted uh, on some sort of sexual assault, outstanding warrant, reaching for a knife. People see the facts. People know what's going on. And here you have folks, he, they should be charged with murder. There's a reason they're not, and they won't. There's a reason they won't. Police officers want to go home at night. They're afraid of being killed, not just by black people, but there's a lot of people that want to kill police officers. And believe me, I don't know any racist police officers, and I've worked with a lot of police officers. Are there problems with training? Are there problems with techniques? Sometimes there are. It's a dynamic situation. Not everything goes as planned. The Monday morning quarterbacking is very easy to do. But people, I think, are waking up. People are seeing the truth. They're being fed lies. They know it. And especially when you have the Speaker of the House coming out saying, I demand an apology because I screwed up and got caught. And people, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I should have known better. I should have known better. So people are tired of being fooled. And uh, with that, let's transition while we have a few minutes left into the article I wanted to read regarding homelessness. Now, I read about the Navigation Center, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride they're making over there for $6.4 million. Only going to cost a million uh, seven, a million seven a year to run. That's initially, you know, probably goes up. But uh, there's another article in Merced County Times this uh, week, Thursday, September 3rd edition, says private security company doing its part to keep downtown safe. Let me read. As downtown Merced communities continue to grow, with a particular focus on recent and ongoing renovation along Main Street, Bayside Security, remember that name, Bayside Security has been establishing a present in the areas they patrol. The Santa Clara-based security company has opened up new offices in the city of Merced, with the company's longtime owner moving his personal residence to the area as well. Bayside has focused its efforts on the Tioga Apartments, the newly opened manger Theater, and the soon to be opened El Capitan Hotel, with their vehicles and foot patrol guards being a common sight throughout the areas they make their rounds. The company's efforts, their company's efforts to ensure the safety of their clients' properties, has had another notable impact as well. Adjacent property owners have seen a number of previous problems disappear as the companies patrol the main street area. One of Bayside security officers, Dylan Connolly, says he is inspired by what he calls a new sense of community and a desire to help bring down crime rates in town. Dylan says, when we first got here, I would say around two thirds of the incidences we were dealing with were transit related. It was a lot of the same people over and over again who were used to being able to get into areas that they're not able to get into now. As time went on, guards learned about patterns of disturbances and they altered their shift and break times accordingly to keep a continued presence in the area when needed. Every kind of, Everyone kind of got the word that there was a new sheriff in town, so to speak, and that's huge. It helps to bring more people into the core of the city and revitalize downtown. Whether we deal with it or let MPD know about it, our goal is to make sure downtown remains safe. Boy, wouldn't that be great if that was the goal? Of our elected leaders, and I'm not saying it's not, but maybe we ought to be hiring a Santa uh, Santa Clara-based security company, Bayside Security. Colton Dennis, running the Multicultural Arts Center, says there's been fewer problems that I can tell. Now that these businesses are opening up, it's going to be better because people will be frequenting these places. It's going to be so much nicer and vibrant on our 600 block of Main Street. Boy, wouldn't it be nice to have it on every block of every street in Merced. As the El Capitan edges closer to completion, Bayside Security is ramping up their efforts at the corner of M and Main Street. At the moment, Interior Security handles all problems as they arise inside the property lines, with exterior security members such as Connelly showing up to assist inside and deal with exterior issues. Isn't this wonderful? Isn't this wonderful? Connolly says he has assisted residents in need over a far-reaching downtown area stretching from 18th and M to as far as O and 16th. Like I say, maybe we need to hire Bayside Security. And to those folks that say, you know, enforcement's not the answer. We can't arrest our way out of this problem. Really? No, but you can certainly make people adhere to the rules. We don't poop on the sidewalk. We don't take apart trash in alleyways and leave it. It's illegal dumping. It's, <laughs> it's public defecation, public urination. Why aren't we enforcing the laws? Why don't we use the approach that Bayside Security is using? Why isn't that attitude prevalent among our county and city leaders, among the public law enforcement agencies we have patrolling the mean streets of Merced? You see Merced police, all of the different agencies, California Highway Patrol. Why not? Instead of what we're doing now with the trash all over the streets of Merced. Hey, but we're out of time for this segment of Merced County Morning News. I got to go. I want to enjoy my weekend. I hope you enjoy yours. Let's catch up next week. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Bye-bye.